0: Hi there and thanks for joining us On this week's podcast We speak with the man opening a new gym To go along with his three others The cork shop with a colourful twist And a way of getting children to watch screens And for parents to not feel guilty I'm Jonathan Healy and this is Red Business
1: Red Business Cork's exclusive business podcast
0: The gym business was going gangbusters right up until COVID-19 and it, like every other business, then suffered as a result of the restrictions that were imposed. But there is confidence that people will go back to the gym when they can and that once everyone can get back to the gym, then it should be a good time to be a gym owner. Luke Dennehy is the owner of Cork's probably biggest chain, I suspect, at this stage, Dennehy's Health and Fitness. Luke, how are you? I'm good, Jonathan. How are you? I'm very good. Um, we'll talk in a minute about your fourth gym, which is opening at Penrose Dock uh, early next year. But uh, it's been a tough year. I mean, I, I keep saying that to guests, but it really has. How has it been for you?
2: Uh, yeah, like
0: everyone else, it has been a
2: tough year, but it's it's something that, like, it affected everybody, and especially in business, it affected every business. Uh, within our industry, it affected us all the same. So... It's been tough, but it's been, there's a lot of positives to take out of it, too. There's been a lot of um, talk about people wanting to get healthier, people wanting to be fitter in case something like this or anything in life that, that, that affects your health comes along, that you're stronger and you're able to deal with it. So there's been some good PR around health and fitness, which, like in the long term, is probably a positive. But just getting through this kind of initial phase and I suppose waiting for vaccines and stuff like that, there is a lot of challenges, but. Do you know, we're positive about the future, positive about next year.
0: Um, you you had an initial difficulty with the fire in Douglas Shopping <laughs> Centre, which for your gym, uh, of course, was there. You had to close it. Uh, you didn't want to, but you had to. It's, it's it's literally ready to go. Everything is fresh, fresh paint, ready to rock. Uh, you must be really itching to get back in there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, we've put in a lot of work now over the last, we'll say, three months getting Douglas ready and then obviously we, we heard of the second lockdown coming because we would have been opened on November 12th. So we, we heard of the second lockdown coming and we were like, oh, here we go again. But it'll be great for everyone just to get out of the house, get in, get a workout in, go down shopping. Just um, a lot of positivity around the place again. That's kind of what we need now this time of year.
0: Um, let, let's talk about Penrose Dock because that is a fantastic new building in the heart of, of the new financial district. I mean, it, it, office blocks were not the obvious place for gyms, but that's kind of all changing, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. A lot of uh, big companies like Apple would have put in a gym. I think uh, when they when they set up there, when they expanded up in up in the north side of Cork. But um, a lot of big companies they they understand that it's good for their employees to get out of the office, especially if they work kind of flexi time and flexi hours, and that it's good for them to get out of the office, get into a healthy routine and going to the gym and it can actually help with their creativity. So um, for us, it's an ideal location. If you can get the location around these big companies with a lot of um, employees that are kind of looking to get into the health and fitness and getting, you know, it's, it's a nice change from your workday to go downstairs somewhere that's close to your work, take an hour out, take two hours out, do a bit of training, come back, you're refreshed and it'll kind of get you through that kind of slump in the day, we'll say.
0: Um, there's a big investment here I think it's about 700 grand going into this you must have all sorts of fancy machines on the way do you? Uh, We
2: do we actually went with a different uh, supplier for this gym than we have for the last three but that was more to do with um, in Cork a lot of gyms kind of have the same equipment it's hard to differentiate yourself from everyone else so we did a lot of research over the last couple of years and went to different gyms up the country and and, uh, and in the UK and stuff. And we went with a brand um, like Fitness and Hammer Strength and it's just quality equipment. I'm actually very looking forward um, for people to see it and try it out because it's um it, like, look, equipment isn't everything in the gym. It, it, it's part of, but it's just, this is really good quality and it's nice on the eye too when you walk in. So, <laughs> and it's something different.
0: Yeah, it is something different. Um, When do you think it's going to be normal again?
2: Um, Like, I've always kind of been saying January 2022, but with the kind of positive news recently about vaccines, and not only vaccines, but kind of treatments and stuff for it, it could be next summer. I'm hoping it'd be next summer, maybe June, maybe May, that, you know, we start living kind of normal again.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're a confident uh, and relatively happy-go-lucky bloke Luke, have the last few yeah. months tried you a good bit, have they?
2: they? To be honest, like I don't want to sound arrogant and say that they haven't because obviously they have, but the huge positive with when you face all these challenges, like what happened in Douglas first of all and then the pandemic on top of it, is I have a great team around me and to see the way they've reacted and how hard they've worked it kind of gives you that more confidence, that, look, we're going to face challenges. Things are going to be difficult. There's going to be difficult times, but I'm not doing it on my own. I have a whole team around me, a whole network around me helping me do this. And like some of our meetings just before we opened after the first lockdown were probably some of the best, most positive meetings we've had because we had no certainty what the future was, but we were all certain that we were going to tackle everything as it came and see what we could do. And I think when the gym opened between those two lockdowns from like July, middle of July until um, the end of October, was, like, as smooth as could be in the gym. Like, there was very little issues. Everybody was fantastic, all the staff, all the members. It was like everybody knew, you know, we've taken it for granted, everything we have, all these luxuries in life. Even going to the gym is in itself a luxury. And I think everybody kind of, once they got back, they appreciated it so much that it was just, Yeah. you know, you, you were just happy to be out doing something that there was no negativity around, everyone was kind of, you know smiling and enjoying it and obviously we're hoping that's the same case now next week
0: yeah I mean and do you think people will still stick to the rules because you know with with fatigue and everything creeping in are you confident that we'll actually get to the far side of this uh, people will stick to the rules and, and we will be able to ease our way out of what's been a pretty awful crisis
2: I think so like to be honest even within the gym itself we have kind of restrictions that we'll have in place um, for people coming in now everyone kind of got used to it we're going to shops and going to like cafes and stuff and you have masks and all this and and we kind of got used to it i don't think people will adhere as much as they did the last time this time around but i'm hoping that they will in the gym because like i said it was a good environment in the gym there was it was nice and spacious everybody enjoyed it nobody felt uncomfortable even people that were a bit um more vulnerable that were a bit older they all kind of said look i felt comfortable you know there's sanitizer everywhere so i'm hoping everyone in the gym sticks to the rules anyway and then when vaccines and these become available and things you know treatments then then we can get back to normal and we can be a bit more outgoing and, we'll say, yeah. throw big group numbers into classes and stuff.
0: Absolutely. Well, look, Amir, I, I never thought I'd say this, but I wouldn't mind being in a spinning class, uh, given that, uh, mm. you know, we'd be relaxed a lot more than we are now amongst our, our friends and neighbours. Big question, when is the Penrose Dock Gym going to open? Because obviously you're in the process of kitting it out now with all those lovely new machines.
2: Yeah, the building started. So, like, the builders look to be finished towards the end of January and we're looking the first week of February. And I, I'm confident enough that... um that we can get it all done in that time. The builders, uh, John Cleary Developments, they're they're fantastic. Like they, They're on the ball with everything. I couldn't believe when I went in to see the progress they made in a week. So I'd say everything will be on time. Everything will be good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Very good. Well, Luke, we wish you the best of luck. And uh, fingers crossed everyone gets back to the gym if they want to get there in the next little while. Luke Dennehy of Dennehy Fitness, uh, four gyms across Cork. Thank you so much for joining us on Red Business.
1: Thanks for listening, Jonathan. Red Business. All that's best about business in Cork.
0: Now, shopping local is something very important in the run-up to Christmas because there are lots of businesses that we need to give support to. Once retail reopens then these guys need to see you coming back through the doors. An example of one such business is Fervour Hue. Now, they are based in the Corn Market Centre in the heart of Cork City. Stephen Zhang is the founder and managing director. He's with me now. Stephen, how are you?
1: Not so bad, Jonathan. Thank you very much for having me on.
0: Lovely to have you here. Tell us a little bit about Fervour and Hue and what you do.
1: Yeah, we are um, a home interior brand, and uh, with fervor and hue, it means actually means passion and color. And um, so, like we we are in business almost five years in the same location. Um, it's it's surprisingly uh, so many Cork people they actually don't know where where we are. And uh, so, we're based in the core Market Center uh, right underneath the TK Maxx in Cork City. And um, yeah, a lot of people kind of don't really know. Um, don't know about us yet, you know? And uh, uh, further, uh, and Hugh is born for, you know, we were looking at the market for the, you know, at, from the home interior point of view, it's, um, uh, you know, like, I we were looking at the market. The market is huge, right? And so, like, uh, anybody have a roof over their head is potential a, a customer. So what we're trying to do is to try to uh, look at a niche for our business, right? And uh, we're, uh, so everybody... C- coming to our store our customer, look walking to our store everybody's comments at how colorful it is right so over time we have kind of developed this kind of um, idea of a brand and say okay you know we we we're going to it's going to be stand for our color you know, and there's a lot of uh, a Scandi kind of influence in the in the market at the moment. You know, those kind of light pink, light gray, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, uh, you know they, they they're very successful at doing that. But we want to do something different. You know, if yeah, we want to be the um, the, the the interior brand for the people that are willing to dare with color. That's what we are. Okay.
0: And, and and you know what? There There is a lot to be said for standing out just a little bit. Um, t- tell us what influenced you when you were setting this shop up, apart from seeing so much pink and grey and Scandi uh, furniture. Why, why did you go in this colourful direction, Steve?
1: I suppose it's probably my my own background, right? Uh, I was uh, I was born in China originally, so I moved over to Ireland when I was a teenager. So as was in my own kind of during my teenage years, I you know growing up in Asia, I probably were used to these kind of big bold colors, you know the the big red and the big orange, you know that's kind of what I kind of grew up uh, to, right? I, that's what I used to, and then when I actually uh, came to ireland um almost years, about 21 years ago now and uh and then I, I i felt like you know this is something i kind of wanted to to, to do eventually and uh, i think it's just probably because of my own culture and uh, my own kind of personality uh, it just kind of influenced our our product product range the product we produce you know
0: um so i I, because it's a little bit different um what's people's reaction when they come through because uh, particularly if you've got a small space you you want to brighten it up you want to use color i mean are people surprised that there's such a variety available in the
1: shop well you see that's the thing and that's the when when they do come into the store and then we, we, we listen to people you know what what our customers say and when they come in they go oh my god this is so colorful you know, and this is you know this is like we always hear people say you know I want something different you know I want you know really different for our house you know the for that piece of wall space I have I want a, something different for it you know, and that's what we try to do we try to do something different for people and uh, you know we believe our our product range our color and it's it's some some form unique to to ourselves. You know? Okay,
0: how's it been for the last few weeks? Because obviously, level five means that you were doing click and collect and you were selling online. What will it mean to have people coming back through the door again, Stephen?
1: From the first lockdown happened, we, uh, I suppose, our online business has been really growing, right? And then, in turn, then we have done a lot of work regarding to our, our social media, our content creation, and uh, our uh, digital marketing, etc., and. Then we're getting a lot of feedback from our customers, you know, and I, I mean, Cork people are being extremely supportive. I mean, we are Irish business. We are a Cork business, uh, most importantly. And then, you know, people has been extremely, our customers has been extremely supportive to us, you know, through online, through uh, click and click and through messages to us.
0: And um, you're still online as well, though. People can find you. It's Fervour and Hue. That's F-E-R-V-O-R and H-U-E. Dot com. Stephen, it sounds great. I can't wait to get in and have a look at the shop myself when I get in there. Um, I, yeah, the old pinks and the greys, they, they, they don't do it for me anymore, I have to say. So I'm looking to see a bit of colour. Stephen Jagg, uh, founder of Ferber & Hugh in Corn Market Centre, Cork City Centre. Thanks for joining us, Stephen.
1: Thank you very much, Jonathan. We're looking forward to welcoming you back. The only show in town for Cork Business, Red Business.
0: Television has been a godsend for parents uh, over the last few months, particularly during those crazy parts of lockdown where we found out that we weren't very good teachers. But then the guilt kicked in and are the kids staying in front of the screen too much? Well, my next guest actually doesn't think there's much wrong as long as they're looking at the right thing. Steph McSherry, founder of Kinderama. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm all right. You launched an online business um, that offers pairs the answer to guilt-free screen time. Uh, sign me up. What is it?
3: <laughs> well, I think if your screen time is active, if you're getting up and doing something positive, if you're learning something and you're not just vegging out watching perhaps pig cartoons, then it's a bit different uh, I know the World Health Organization gives you kind of uh, de- depending on the child's ages they'd say how much screen time they should have but it's passive screen time so that is where they're just vegging out watching something so Kinderama is all about getting up and doing and getting active
0: okay so uh, that that's a good thing so you're not sitting on your backside vegged out watching telly you are doing things so how yeah. does it work then
3: so Originally, we were a program that went into creches and preschools. So we would arrive in, say, every Tuesday to your child's creche, and we'd all get dressed up and go on a mermaid adventure. So that was really hard to kind of translate that into an on screen presence. First of
0: all, you had to stop going to creches, didn't you?
3: Exactly. On March 13th, we stopped. We haven't been back in. We tried for a couple of weeks in October, but then the restrictions changed again. So, yes, there are five ladies in Cork that are all kind of sat around going, oh, no, can we get back? Can we get back? So this was the way we decided to do it. We filmed it all on green screen. So... Whereas normally we'd all be dressing up as dragons and going on a dragon adventure. This time, when I kind of point to a dragon on the screen, there's a dragon and we all go marching after it or running after it. Um, and that's how we tried to translate it into something that your children could get up and join in with.
0: Okay, so is it therefore taped that you you kind of have a tape that everybody watches or are they live and
3: interactive? Yeah. It's it's a membership. So it's you know, like you would do maybe yourself fit and active as you are you might have a gym membership which has gone online and you might plug in uh for five ten euros a month and you join in with your zumba class it's a little bit like that so for about five euros a month parents can join and then they can access all the different adventures that we recorded so we have make-believe adventures we have energetic classes where i might go and tell your little one to go and get a few cushions or maybe a ball or maybe one of my favorite sections uh, as a mum is 10 minutes peace. So we might do a little bit of mindfulness or a little bit of yoga.
0: Could you you do that one twice? I mean, is that (laughs) that possible?
3: Exactly. exactly. Well, that's the idea. And when parents click on the stuff, they know exactly how long it's going to take, how much stuff that that your child's going to need, whether they need anything at all. And then either you could go and have a hot cup of tea or go to the toilet on your own while your child is actually just doing something that's really positive.
0: One of the things, Steph, that I have noticed this year, and I've talked about it a few times, is that there will probably never again be a year where creativity and mm. people thinking outside the box has been so much to the fore. Because yeah. yours is another company where you could have easily said, well, that's me Goose. can't do anything, uh, yeah. outside of my control, I'll take the pup, I'll take whatever is available. Uh, and and I'll sit at home. Whereas you didn't do that. You said, no, well, look, what can I do and how can I still reach my client base? What has been the response of parents to the project so far?
3: So far, so good. It it, it does take a little bit of convincing because of that whole thing that you mentioned at the beginning, the screen time. We're all really aware of uh, as parents these days about the screen time. So it was just convincing people that this just wasn't another thing, you know, that you just plugged into just to get the temp. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. We all do that occasionally. (laughs) That's all right, too, if they need to sit down and watch a movie or Peppa Pig or whoever. But this, just to convince people that this was about them getting active. So you know those days where it's pouring with rain outside, maybe you've got to take a Zoom call and you just need your little person to just be busy for a little while, doing something safe, doing something creative. That was the answer. And look, it didn't come to me overnight. It took a lot of work and it took a good few months of me going, Pivot, pivot. How can I pivot? The word of the year. And uh, it took it took a little while. And we started off doing Instagram lives and Facebook lives, getting the kids to join in that way. And uh, it went from there, basically. thought, Well, oh, this, this could work. This could work.
0: So do you think that you're going to keep this up alongside going back into creches and kindergartens when you can get back into them? I mean, there, it is another string to your bow, Steph.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it will be nice for parents that perhaps their children are either too young or have missed out on a year of free preschool or maybe they're off. You know, I think we're going to, even over into the next year, we're going to have those periods of time where little ones are sent home with a cough that isn't COVID and they need to be just at home for a couple of days. You know, I tried to keep the pr- price point so low that it was a nominal spend. So it's five euros a month. Where you can access all of this and there's also kind of make and create ideas in there too so maybe as a parent just you're a little bit brain dead on a Sunday morning and you're thinking you know what could I do what could I do and you know you could go onto the make and create section and there's a you know how to make a cardboard fish with a toilet roll just you know, little ideas <laughs> that you've got stuff lying around the house that would help you entertain little ones well, too there,
0: there, there's enough toilet roll inserts in my house uh, because they <laughs> I don't know they they seem to be eating the toilet roll as opposed to be using it themselves but that's maybe just and they never
3: house. managed to change the roll no don't be silly
0: uh, three months membership is 18 quid six months is yep. 35 and 12 months membership Membership is 60 quid you can also get it as a gift card so if you look for something a little bit different uh, to give this christmas maybe to your grandkid this is one worth considering steph the website is Kinderama.com. is that right that's right okay so Kinderama.com is the website uh, steph mcsherry founder of Kinderama, and her green screen with her dragons and her toilet roll inserts <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure thanks for joining us
3: thanks jonathan
0: My thanks, as always, to all of my guests. Don't forget, every episode is available to download right now from RedExtra.ie. Myra Hayes-Goff was the producer, and we'll catch you on the next one.
1: Red Business Corks Exclusive Business Podcast.